Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Rodney Ealingworth, who's the Managing Director of NT Minerals, who are an Australian-based ASX-listed resources company focused on the discovery and development of world-class mineral projects. Um, currently, there, the company are concentrating its efforts on the Red Bank Copper Project located in the MacArthur Basin uh, in the Northern Territory of Australia. Um, Rod is also the Managing Director of Adroit uh, Capital Group, uh, which are a family office uh, established to focus on specialist uh, investment and advisory management service across the resources, energy and technology space. Rod is on the podcast today to tell us uh, more about NT Minerals and um, what they're looking to achieve. So that's welcome, Rodney, to the podcast. How are you doing, Rodney? Good, Rob. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us here taking the time to listen to our story or my story maybe Mine's yeah boring, but... yeah no worries and i appreciate your time as well i know it's uh, getting late late over there in australia so um as we always start this podcast off i just wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about um about your career and about your background uh before we go and speak about uh the company in more detail thanks rob yeah well i sort of I left school and um I sort of basically hitchhiked up to the north of Australia from Perth, where I was born. Um, and funny enough, I started off on cattle stations working and back in the days when it was all horses, living in swags for six weeks at a time. So um, that's where I started. And, and it was from that point we started interacting with um, uh, mineral companies because we had vast tracts of land that we were sort of managing, if you like, from on a pastoral cattle station basis and, and onshore oil and gas. And that's, I guess, where my interest got peaked a bit in regards to getting involved in that. And I was fortunate enough to become very close with a very good geologist, Graham Hutton, who's passed away now, and he sort of got me more involved in the exploration side of minerals and give me a little bit of bit of knowledge on it and um yeah so we we used to construct roads for for those relevant companies at the time and all that so it sort of was just a natural thing to to get involved with i think and we we're very comfortable in remote areas you know so that that's sort of the long of the short of it all and yeah ended up being in the northern territory the last 20 20 odd years um, we've sort of developed three resource projects to production. Um, we've sort of haven't operated too much in the public space, you know, public companies. We've sort of we've, we've just finished commissioning an iron ore mine in the Northern Territory, which is privately held. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, we enjoy what we do and we're very fortunate to have a good team that just enjoy it as well, you know. You've got to have fun along the way. Yeah. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Well, let's talk about, obviously, like you mentioned, you've been involved with some projects uh, privately, um, but I suppose we want to speak about the ones that are public. I'm happy for you yeah. to speak about the projects that you privately own as well. Um, I'll leave that up to you. 
But for, I suppose yeah. kick, kicking off, I just wondered if um, you can just tell us a little bit uh, more about NT Minerals. Um, and obviously, you've just recently joined them. So, um, yeah, just wondered if you just tell us a little bit more about the company. Yeah, we, 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 we're obviously familiar with the land holding because based in the Northern Territory, you know, it's a big, big state territory, but we're familiar with it. And we really liked the, you know, there's nothing like neurology, you know, the old Red Bank copper mine and, and, and you know, it's got sort of circa nearly 90,000 tonne of copper resource at 1.1, which is always good, you know, the higher the grade, the technically the, the lower the, cost you know but um so we like the package we're familiar with the area we're familiar with the stakeholders the traditional owners and and obviously we're familiar with the government and the mines department uh so we've sort of got asked to sort of participate in a in a capital raising so we i think we put in about seven eight hundred thousand dollars earlier last year um and, and some other people went on the board and sort of stabilised the company. So, so, and they've done that, and they've done a good job. Of the last twelve months, we've cut down all the executive fees, and the whole board's now on performance based, if you like. So, so basically, try and get all the money into the ground. You know, we, even though I've been in the public space for years, right, we've dealt with a, a number of them, and and you see a lot of the fees go out, and they become lifestyle companies. So we 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 wanted to sort of longer term show to potential investors and the current shareholders that this is about putting the money in the ground, getting the best value. And, and ultimately what we're all there for is to increase shareholder value. So, so sort of, we, I sort of got freed up a bit time-wise now and obviously a, a shareholder. So we sort of uh, went on the, went on as MD to sort of help the rest of the team and put my energies into that. You know, and um, got a bit of a bit of attention because they get a, a dollar salary for the year because you know, hey, it's part of what we're trying to show investors, and that is, and so you know, get incentivized with options, obviously, but I've got to make that work to get, and and we're a shareholder anyway, so it sort of makes sense. You know, we're not just protecting our investment, but we want to increase the investment, so. So that's that's how it sort of came to be. So I'm pretty excited where we go with it this year. Yeah, and, and obviously I, I, re, I recently approached you to come onto the podcast, and uh, um, and we, we can speak about that. Obviously, your um, base remuneration is is a dollar per annum. Obviously, plus options, um, and obviously you're covering your own costs. So I just wondered if you can just tell us a little bit about that, how you negotiated that deal, why you put that kind of deal in place. Um, obviously, you mentioned you want to put more money into the ground. Um, but I wondered, yeah, I wondered if you can just tell us a little bit about that structure, why you came to 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 agree in that, um, and I suppose what some of the advantages are it, uh, advantages are by having um, a, a small, a, a very small salary. Well, the ultimate is, is you know, apart from the option package, which I can talk to in a minute, but it is really just to show the investors and shareholders we're all on the same page here. If, I, if, if we don't perform, then, you know, I don't get paid. Um, as I said, I'm a shareholder anyway. There's no point taking money from myself, um, albeit we're, I think we're sort of circa 10%. But And it was really just bang for our buck, you know, uh, 
you know, instead of I think when when we put first put money in, I think the previous twelve months it was eight hundred thousand dollars worth of executive salaries. Well, they're all gone now. So, and so that's that's a fair big chunk for a micro cap company, you know. So at least, the, and it's really about that. This shareholders right. We're focused. We're performance based, and so any money we raise is will go into the ground and and. I, I guess where I'm in a fortunate position where I don't, you know, have to rely on the income, you know, um, and and hence I just said to the board, well, you know, I'm not going to if I fly anywhere in Australia, I'll cover my own costs and and all that as well, you know, not that we don't have to do too much flying, but if we do, rather than try and be a drag on the company, you know, it's it's because of self-interest. We got shares and and the options, you know, so. Someone reached out to me the options uh, after it was announced. Said, "Oh, well, you did a, you know, a pretty good deal on that, you know." And I said, "Well, if you work the numbers, I think the first tranche is exercisable at two cents a share, so they're not in the money till then, and the, the price at that stage was 0.7 cents. And then the second tranche were at four. So I said, "Well, if it gets to, if I get the share price to 4.2 cents, sure, you know." I, I probably, if you work it all out, because I've got to put six million dollars into the company anyway, um, I'll get a, a, a paper profit of forty percent return, if you like, two point four million bucks over that that chunk. Whereas the shareholders at that time would get a six hundred percent. So it was trying to balance those metrics. So it's not may look a big number, but it's 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 not, you know. And that's sort of longer term because we. are our team's expertise in developing things, we want to head that way with the, and if there's you know other opportunities, we think we can add value. Yeah. So. Yeah. Why do you think other mining executives, and uh, and then there may be some out there, but why don't some other mining executives look at structuring, uh, not necessarily the same structure as you as you've got, but a similar structure. Um, especially when they're joining, whether they're joining as a CEO, whether they're joining as a managing director, why don't they? Why don't? Why would you? Why do you think that a lot of a lot of people are not um, putting a, a similar structure in place where they are putting more money into the ground um, and working, I suppose, more closely with investors, so they're working off the same page. But, uh, I don't know. There's. I, I hate to categorise everyone that takes a takes an executive salary out of a micro cap or small cap company and categorize them all in one basket but and because that'd be wrong and, and some people obviously need some income and they're you know smart people or they're just building their careers but there is a hell of a lot of lifestyle companies out there you know with um, I've experienced at trying to do deals with people and they sort of want to you know um, they've Bit scared to possibly get into production, and you know that check keeps coming in every month, so they get a bit comfortable. I think it's yeah, there's a lot of them around. I think you know, and but I, I want to be clear. I don't want to put everyone in that basket, but um, um, because I've always the rewards are good if you perform right, so you shouldn't be scared of performance. You know, if you get an uptick in the, you know, the, whether it's the options or a share package performance shares. People shouldn't be scared of it if you're willing to perform. Yeah, certainly. So I wonder if you can just give us a quick update on uh, on the project uh, as it stands now. 
Yeah, well, uh, with NT Minerals now, we're just going to concentrate this year on building out the current resource. As I said, we've got sort of circa just under 90,000 tonne new resource. We think there's a, we believe there's obviously, otherwise we wouldn't invest, there's a lot more upside there, but um, previous drilling sort of probably gone a bit too far. We want to bring bring the, the focus back into where the current resources are. We think there's a good upside in stepping it out. We've done a lot of geophysics about the the pipes going down and we're going to test those series because all accounts it looks good. Um, you know, and, and there's some strike links with some rock chip samples of 30%. Obviously, that's not going to extend all the way down. So so we want to sort of bring it back to that around the 20, 30K mark, you know, and radius and, and just concentrate on that area because we have such a large area that you could spend millions and millions of dollars and and not get anything or, you know, you so, you know, we've got mining leases there close to and, you know, so there's an opportunity there to develop that out and then grow it out from that. So that's NT Minerals as itself. And then, you know, with the current copper resource, then we're obviously doing a trend in the middle of a transaction where they were putting some other leases in, which are up near called lithium. Because, uh, you know, I think the strategy, well, not I think the strategy is to, you know, copper, but, you know, in that transitional mineral space, you know, other, like whether it's a lithium or, you know, some other strategic minerals, we think the, the opportunity is there. And, but not just go, we're very conscious of not going and chasing the new shiny thing that's going to try and give us money. We, When we first come on board with invested in NTM, we, we put a convertible note in. So it, it's got a $2.5 million finance capacity. So we don't have to keep going back to the market and diluting the shareholders, you know. So so it's about doing it, yeah, not chasing the new shiny thing, just but doing, you know, copper. You know, we, we like graphite. We like all these interesting metals that have an underlying uh, demand anyway. So it's not, uh, you know, I'm not talking about rare earths, but there's some strategic stuff we're looking at to, to expand the base and, the, one of the things with NT Minerals is, is a, in the Northern Territories, you, you've been to Darwin, there's a wet season. So the, you have five or six months of drilling, you know, and then you've got to, and, and, and fortunately like us, we've got a good team. We They sort of don't have much to do, you know, when the wet season's on, you know. So we're, we're going to be looking for other copper projects or resources that we can bolt on so we can continually work through these in the in the different seasons so that's part of the strategy now we're out looking we're talking to people about um and we have a sort of own criteria we want to not just go and peg anything just that has a snip of copper we want to say we like brownfield so um projects you know the old copper mines that maybe that you know that's our expertise developing old mines and or brownfield mines and getting them back into production. So we'll be wanting to go down that path a bit and explore it without overextending ourselves, but just do it, you know, in a controlled fashion. Because so, the opportunities there, you know, there's a lot of micro caps or small cap companies now that are, you know, the equity market's tightened right up um, and they're either 
not looking at their copper resource. They're, you know, they're looking for rare earths or something or um, things like that. So, so we're talking to a number of companies like that to see whether we can go into copper because fundamentally we're a copper business and we've got a good resource to build on. And we think the future is obviously bright for copper. That's just a no-brainer. You know, it might not have the, the peaks and troughs like a lithium or a rare earth, but, um, yeah. So. Yeah, certainly copper's needed and it is in short supply. So, um, yeah. I wonder, if you, I wonder if you just tell us a little bit about your management team. Uh, well, we've got uh, Mel James is the executive chairman. He's... Uh, Corporately, he's been around the traps a lot and he's very good, you know, very precise. And then we've um, and, uh, we've got Roy Jansen, whom I've been, I've known for 10 years. He's a business partner of mine in the Northern Territory with Developed Mines. He's built plants and, and done a lot of remote work and road construction and all that. So, and and who's the independent director? He previously MD, so he's he's good. He, he was a good steady hand when when he first went on to NT Minerals, and and so so that's at the corporate level. Um, we've got a couple of good geologists that have been with the company for a while, um, and and also we've got what we tap into without charging the company. I've got our own team that stand behind me that we use to assist and, and probably do a, uh, I guess my team do a fair bit of our own. We do, a, I do a fair bit of DD on the project before we bring it to NT Minerals to have a look at, you know, the, the team that are focused on the copper. Um, so, which, which is not onerous, but that's what we do. And then, yeah, so if, if we, fortunate enough to get to a stage where development we've got a, a team that build plants and and we and we've got a, a lot of we use a lot of good external you know metallurgist companies that we've used for years and and all that so that all comes with us you know um so yeah pretty proud of our team small yeah. but focused you know so and i was going to say obviously you've built you've built some mines in the past and done it obviously privately privately owned how how do you find working with an AX listed company compared to working privately? Um, the work side on the ground's easy enough. It's more managing the you know the not the it's the reporting and you know you can't say this and you can't say that and all all that. So there's and then, and I guess that's where Mel and Hugh and and Melanie, the company secretary, come in to you know you can't. It's not my of my pay grade, so they do a really good job on that. And then, uh, you know, uh, it, is it frustrating? Not really, because we're, we're not in a rush. We're making hay slowly. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting space to be in, you know. You, you know, and even talking to you, you're sort of in the back, you know, I better not say the wrong thing, you know. You, uh, and I'm not always cups, always half full sort of guy. But, um, so I've just got to curb the enthusiasm somewhat, I think, Rob, you know, um, yeah, you no, know, we wouldn't be in it if we, you know, didn't believe in it. You know, that's what we're about. You know, we just that's why I'm rolling up my sleeves and getting into it. You know, because it's one thing you can't buy is time. So, um, so I think time spent on it's well worth it. So that gives you an indication. You know, we're all getting older. <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly. I'm willing to punt um, on it. <laughs> you mentioned obviously microcap. 
microcaps. Um, I'm wondering, just give us a, a quick uh, current state of play of the microcap resource stocks uh, within, I suppose, within the Australian market and probably more so within the areas that you're working in, in WA and, and Northern Territory. Yeah, well, my, my feeling is, and whether we could do it, I think there's, there's a, because of this shrinkage of the equity cash coming in, unless it's, you know, up till December was lithium, you'd throw money at everything and even now. But um, I think there's an opportunity to do some consolidation in that space. You know, we've got to look, there's a lot of companies out there and, and maybe consolidating, shifting assets from one to another, you know, so they're more focused, not five different projects on five different commodities. I think there's an opportunity on that. And, and we're definitely exploring that with NT Minerals. You know, we're obviously first focusing on it, building the resource base and, and you know, getting more value into the business. And I think that there's a good opportunity for that. Yeah. Um, and that's where we definitely look at it, apart from building it on the ground. You know. And I wonder if you just give us an update on the uh, uh, mining market uh, in Australia at the moment and how you see this year, 2024, how you see the mining industry changing within Australia over the course of the year. I think just what we've experienced, you know, the I think the labour market's loosened up a little bit, which is a good thing. Machinery's loosened up a little bit, that what we're finding. So, and those all, all those things add to, you know, being able to do your projects, you know. Um, the drilling's loose, drilling rig availability's loosened up. So that's that's a good thing. And, you know, that. so I don't think it'll, you know, boom busts are some really good in some ways but uh, you know so so that side of it's good i think the um you know the, there's been a, a there's a lot more will with government now to facilitate projects i think you know because of the transition you know from if you like carbon uh, fossil fuels to uh you know um renewables and all that and and the disruption to you know the whole supply chain during covid and what's happening in china and you know the arcus agreement and the you know the quad if you like um so i i i think we're it's it's going to be a good few years i think you know that you know once you get politicians with a bit of will because it's just chasing the people, right? What people want. And, and so I think that's going to help tremendously. And I, I'm hoping more than will, but, you know, more downstream processing in the mining industry, which will make it more sustainable. You know, Australia's just a quarry essentially, or has been a quarry to a point. And that will is there with governments. And so I hope that bodes well for us, you know, you know, value add. So that's where we'd like to see it go, and that's where we're definitely going to try and head, you know. Yeah, certainly. So. And uh, lastly, in concluding, what's the outlook for NT Minerals over the sort of next six to 12 months for the remainder of this year? Um, I, don't, I, think, I think it'll be a good ride. It'll be an interesting ride. You know, I, I don't get everything right, you know, all the time, but we... One thing I have learned in my career is 
keep moving forward and having a go. You know what I mean? It's sort of, you know, you could, I've seen dealt with a few public companies, they're too scared to make a decision. Well, you know, and so they become stagnant or, you know, just, um, but yeah, as long as you get it right 51% of the time or more, um, you know, and have faith in your team. Yeah. So we'll put it this way. There won't be, you won't be short of decision-making process and having a crack out there, you know, whether it's drilling, you know, on our current leases or, or having a look at another resource, we'll be, we'll be into it pretty well. We'll, we'll yeah. be going hard. Yeah. Because you just, as I said, you can't buy time um, and shareholders can't, shouldn't expect them just to sit and wait and, you know, we raise more money, we raise more money, you know, and you're not going to get it right every time. But one thing we won't be accused of is not, not having a go and moving forward. So, yeah. Um, uh, when are you when are you going out to, to start drilling or continue drilling? Oh, well, the wet season restricts us. So they've just we're just identifying some drill targets now. Back earlier, what I said, around the current resources. Um, we've gone through the whole data room, if you like, historical data room. Um, so I, I'd expect, you know, after the wet season, which is after April this year, we'll be starting to, you know, there's obviously we've got to uh, re revise the mine management plans for the next two years. So they're all getting worked on now with drill targets and everything like that. So... So practically, it'll be April, April, May. You'd be seeing some action um, with dr drilling, you know, and then subsequently the results would be there on after. So, yeah, yeah, great. Okay, Rod, well, really appreciate your time. Um, thank you for giving us an update on NT Minerals, um, and obviously wish you well for twenty twenty four. If our audience wants to reach out to you, if they want to follow your story, uh, how can they go about doing that? Um, also, what social media platforms uh, are you and the company on? Um, I, well, I'm on LinkedIn, Rob. <laughs> I'm not really okay with that because I sort of haven't had to sort of go out with that. But um, I guess that's the start one is is my LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, we sort of I haven't sort of gone near that, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get back to you with something anyway, so we can do a subsequent. I'll try and get get some advice on that but um, yeah just LinkedIn and yeah just just follow into minerals on the ASX I guess yeah um, yeah more and, and, obviously you got, and obviously you've got Sorry. your website as well you've got your website yeah, as well yeah. so um, I'll put all those in the show notes accompanying this anyway so obviously people can uh, follow you and follow your story so um, yeah and we'll, we'll happy to talk in another six months see where we are it'd be a bit of fun yeah yeah. yeah, certainly. Well, welcome to come on later on the on the on the podcast yeah. later this year, and, and hopefully, obviously, have some good uh, drill results once you get back out in the field. Yeah, well, one thing I can assure you, we won't be a lifestyle company. I can tell you that, Rob. No, and that's <laughs> that, and that's certainly good to hear. And like, and like you said, all, all the money that you you get is going into the ground, um, yeah. and that's what that's what investors want to hear. Um, yeah, and obviously, yeah. then. And then obviously get positive drill results and and obviously try and improve yeah. on those as time goes Absolutely. on. Absolutely, yeah, you got to back it up, right, with results. So, but yeah, we got some good guys, so smart guys. Yeah. So. And you know, we're starting yeah. off with a, a resource there already. So, there's sort of and neurology is an old copper mine next to it, you know. So, yeah, it's a good area, you know. And obviously, tech minerals like that area. They've taken some of our leases on the western side. Yeah, so yeah, 
it's a good area to be in. You know, it's just probably a bit under underexplored and underdeveloped because of its remoteness. But that's something that we're used to. Yeah. Yeah, my good to hear. Well, all the best for for twenty twenty four. Um, Likewise. Hopefully, you can come onto the uh, podcast uh, later this year with them and give us an update on the on the company. Be absolutely my pleasure. And if you're in Oz, come and look us up. And- Take you. I certainly a will. I'll certainly be over sometime this year, definitely, definitely. As as I come, used as I, as I used to live there. Yeah, try and get up the territory to go barrel fishing or something, you know. So. Yeah. Well, if, if you invite me, I'm sure I'll. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll be able to yeah. get there. No worries. Yeah. All right, Rodney. All, all the best. Um, Safe and prosperous the new year. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this uh, with everyone that you know in the industry, especially anyone that's obviously, we've got a lot of uh, listeners in Australia. Please share this episode with all your friends and family um, that are that are interested in mining. And even if they're not interested in mining, please share these episodes because it is an educational platform um, and a lot a lot can be learned from listening to a number of these different episodes that we do. So really appreciate your continued support. And until next time, happy mind. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.